Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. With Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro. There's Chris Sinzak over there. We got good news and we got bad news. Yeah. I know you guys want the good news first, right? Why not? We got Dr. Fuck in the house with us today yeah. from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. He's got six songs he thinks you should hear. And they're awesome. And they're all awesome. Okay, well, they're almost all awesome. Nah. But I'll, we'll let you guys decide that. Yeah, that's we'll that's the decide. beauty of six songs Ralph Vieira thinks you should hear, and that's what we're doing today. Yes. It's going to be fun. It's a, fun, it's a fun, fun talk and some great songs. And But we have a, a pink elephant in the room we have right. to address. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping this is all just made up just to distract me from the fact that we don't have any new Facebook or iTunes reviews, right? <laughs> no, no, I was, wish I could say that. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, so we're not um, doing that this week. No Geeks of the Week. We got to... I mean, everybody's been pretty much waiting for this because this is the first. I mean, I'm even kind of going into this blind. We're all going to learn about this situation together where you guys know every year, starting last year, was the inaugural version of the Rock and Pod Expo. This year, we're doing Rock and Pod 2. We've announced some amazing guests. We've got podcasts coming from all over North America to be a part of this. It's a really great, fun weekend. You know, it really is. And there's a lot of stuff going on with it. You know, we got a pre-party lined up for the night before on friday Mm -hmm. then on august 25th is the actual rock and pod expo at the nashville palace you know it's going to be a blast and then we've got stuff going on the very next day too so it's a whole rock and roll celebration going on in music city usa we hope you can be a part of it and we've been hyping this thing for the last two (laughs) months yeah but then something changed yeah um all I can say is this, it seems like history's kind of repeating itself. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we booked Vinny Vincent for the Rock and Pod Expo. Right. So, We're super excited about it. You know, yeah. we, we had him on the show with us. He yeah. he talked about how excited he was to be a part of it then. He talked about how much he loved us, you know, and we, we obviously, everybody knows we love Vinny Vincent. We're the ones that have been flying his flag for years, even when he was nowhere to be found. Yeah. We were here on the Decibel Geek podcast singing this guy's praises, keeping his name out there, being the best Vinny Vincent fans that we could be. Yep. And 
things seemed great when we announced it. Everything seemed to be yeah. on a good level. And, I mean, you uh, went to the Gene Simmons vault and helped him out while he was on stage. Gene just kind of split and left him, but you sort of yeah. helped him keep things rolling up there. I mean, he told people there he was really excited about mm. being a part of Rock and Pod too. Yeah. And then um, I heard saw on the Facebook somebody was at an expo just recently, Charlotte, and he yeah. he was handing out the flyers there, and people yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina, were real excited about coming to Music City, and yeah. And uh, it seemed like everything was kicking ass. You know, we were we're made good with the guy, had, you know, good relationship with him. He was excited about it. We were excited about it. I mean, we had listeners telling us about how excited they were. I had people living here in Nashville that don't even listen to podcasts. Yeah. We're excited about coming to this thing because Vinnie Vincent was going to be there. Yep. So what the hell happened? Well, if you don't already know and you're new and you haven't been following on social media, um, Vinny will not be at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Um, and I, we announced it on there and, uh, we, I got bombarded with messages and I've answered some of you privately. Um, and I honestly was, was planning on just moving on and just going on and, you know, working on making this the best expo it can be. Cause it's still going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I have, a, there's some serious surprises in the works yeah. and, um, and I was going to just move on, but I got just so flooded with messages and I felt that, you know, enough people are asking me why that it's best if we just go ahead and address this. Right. And I explain, you know, he's certainly free to explain his side, but, uh, I'm going to explain my side, which is what actually happened. And I do have proof to back it up. So here's what happened. I thought everything was good. And then, uh, I sent some poster designs, uh, through his assistant on, I think it was Monday or Sunday. He liked them. I said, uh, can you check with, with Vinny and make sure he likes them? He said he liked them. They were about the expo, and he said Vinny likes both designs. Right on. And I'm like, okay, we're still on good track here. Yeah, because we already well, had a whole bunch of stuff printed out with yeah, Vinny Vincent on it, too. A lot. And uh, then, But around that day, he the the assistant had asked, or manager had asked me about uh, you know how were ticket sales and and I sent a screenshot of where ticket sales were, and uh, you know it, we're still like three months out from this thing, so they weren't. There wasn't. I'm not going to. I'm not giving the exact number, but it wasn't a ton of ticket sales, but it was respectable for a start. But if there's one thing about Nashville that I know, especially we're, from working the wrestling shows over late the years, to everything don't never ever discount the day of walk up yeah, the in Nashville a big thing. because it's it's always huge. It always blows away your pre sales, right? So. I, you know, and I explained that there's going to be a lot more paid promotion starting in June because we're getting closer and he seemed okay with that. And, um, so I was like, okay, we're good. And then, um, and like last week, Vinny had done three separate posts on his Facebook page and about three different events coming up. Ours, the, uh, expo going on in Knoxville, I think later this month. And then an, an event he's got going on in Miami in October. And, uh, which was cool. It was nice to see that he – that was his first official mention of, of our event was last week. Exciting. You know, Exciting I, to I see was him hope, sharing it, yeah. I was hoping for sooner than that, you know, and I think, you know, a little bit more push from his side probably would have helped with the ticket sales. But yeah. um, that's just my opinion. 
but then Tuesday morning I, I wake up and I, you know, and I had been a daily viewer of his page because, you know, I'm a fan. I want to see what he has to say. It was yeah. always exciting when he would say anything because I'm a, you know, he was gone. How many for, years have you been waiting for Yeah, I was gone for 20 years anything. and then to have yeah. regular updates from him was exciting. No, it's no, great. no matter what it is, it's just cool that he's communicating with fans and I still think that's cool. Tuesday morning I get up and that post, the, the other two event posts are still there and mine's gone. And I'm like, that's weird. So I email his manager and I say, hey, you know, I noticed that post is gone. Should I be concerned or something? And he's, he didn't respond to me all day. And I'm maybe he had something going on. But I started getting a little nervous. And as we got near the end of the day, I was just thinking, well, I'm about to sink a bunch of money into certain things that we had agreed to on the original terms to to prepare for his appearance at the event. You know, right. there's, there's a lot there's costs that go into certain requirements he had had. And I was right. about to do that. And I was fine with those terms. You were meeting his requirements. I was getting ready to, yeah. to officially lock down all these things that he wanted to make his appearance happen. And, uh, but I thought I better email because I had emailed him about some other stuff last week and I never heard back. And between that and the post being removed, I was like, is something up? Uh, I message, I sent an email to the official email address, and I just said, listen, I'm about to really sink a lot of money into this, but I'm a little concerned that you are reconsidering because that post got removed. You didn't answer my email last week. You know, really looking forward to having you there, but can you please just confirm we're good to go? Yeah, that's a bummer to be sitting around waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, so then he emails me back about an hour later and basically says, at this juncture... And let me just say this: when all you know, when when he agreed to appear at this event, uh, he agreed to you know we're basically in his backyard. It's it's within like an hour's drive, I right. think, of where he lives. Yeah, he agreed to show up and gave me the terms of the things he wanted. But he agreed basically to show up for no appearance fee. Yeah, and he and I explained to him this is a small DIY type convention we're only yeah, in the second this year some massive this is convention. not it's not as big as these horror conventions he does yeah. and i said it's all all the money that gets made goes into doing it next year is not really done for profit it's it's all for a community of music lovers and everything right and uh i explained to him it's not gonna be as big as those events are and right because any money made last year just basically went into what's you know to pay for putting this in this year you know and whatever yeah. we make this year is going to go into next year Absolutely. to make it even better i don't take a salary from this right um so he agreed to show up for no appearance fee and the agreement was basically a few things taken care of with security and stuff and you know his own area of the room and uh he would get to keep the money from autographs, merch, photos, and stuff like that, which right. I told him you'd keep all that money. Which I was thinking, man, this guy's going to make a killing on this, you know, being in Nashville yeah. and how people are going to end up coming out for this and they're going to be bringing their Kiss albums Absolutely. with them. You know, he's going to end up, I, I just truly believed off the very beginning, like, it's awesome that he's helping us out, I was, yeah, but in the end, he's still going to make sure. buku bucks off I, of this. And I was appreciative of him agreeing to that terms originally. Yeah. And, before we announced it, I was a hundred percent certain, and I have we have audio and I've got stuff in writing that we were good to go on yeah. those terms. Because that's kind of what it came down to too was we were blown away about how awesome he was, like how he understood us, you know, what we were trying to do, mm-hmm. and that we weren't this big massive thing and coming in here trying to make a ton of money off the Vinnie Vincent name. We were basically just giving him a place yeah. to show up, sell his stuff, meet with the fans. 
get a chance to be interviewed by all these different podcasts, right. get word out there about his book and all these good things. Yeah. You know, we were really, really well, excited and, and we're blown away about how cool he was about and it. Also, and honestly, you know, and I'll, I'll full disclosure, he was like even saying, you know, for his pre-sale, there was like some VIP packages we offered that included like some swag bags that from the expo and certain things, certain extras on top of his autographs, photographs right. and, yeah. his, and his licensed merch. And he was going to let us keep the overage on that to help us succeed. Said he wow, wanted our yeah. convention to be a success. Yeah. So you can imagine. So what I'm about to tell you is makes it even more surprising. It hurts even worse. Well, so Tuesday that that post is gone. He emails me back from my email and says, at this juncture, I'm going to require a guarantee and a deposit to secure my appearance. If uh, If that's agreeable to you, contact my manager and he'll give you numbers. And... Initially, I was like, well, let me contact him and ask for the number. And I said, yeah, I said, but, yeah. I emailed, I messaged him and I said, this isn't what we agreed to, but I'm curious as to what the number is just to see. But then I, then I started thinking more on then it. Then the heartbreak really sunk in. Well, not really heartbreak, more just frustration because, you know, we've, we, we announced this, he agreed to these terms. We announced his appearance. We've hyped it for two months yeah. now. It, you know, thinking this was a completely confirmed appearance. And because I never would have announced it if I knew this was how it was going to no, turn out. No, because there's been other things that have been kind of up in the air that I've been just dying to announce. And about we don't this announce expo, things. And you won't let me because it's not 100%. It has to be confirmed. Yeah. So he said. This was confirmed. Yeah, it was on the original terms. And then he tries to pull this and ask for a guarantee. And, and so after I said, what's the number, uh, the guy. I hadn't heard back from him yet, and the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I think it's best if we we just part ways at this point yeah. because this isn't what we agreed on. And honestly, if past history is any indication, it's probably smarter if I just bow out of this now because – I don't know if things are going to get changed down the line. Either. Right. That's the thing, too, because once somebody knows that they can step on you once, what happens, you know, the second week in August? Right. Then all of a sudden does it become, oh, we're back to this again. And now it's I've got you in a desperate spot because you have sold pre-sales and everything else based on me. And now I'm going to stick it to you. See, I don't know. But you don't know that, but you just can't take but it that makes chance. You, it just makes you wonder. And then it same, seems that way. But I don't like, I, you know, we're still, like I said, we're three months out. And I was thinking, well, you know, just to avoid uh, an even worse situation, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go this route. Right. So I responded and I said, while I appreciate your, your interest in having a guarantee and you need to make money, this isn't what you told me two months ago. And I, uh, I, I'm going to pass for now and, uh, I wish you all the best. And I said, I, and all the, all the people I'm refunding are disappointed in this. For sure. But good luck. And uh, he responded with, you know, as you know, things change or dynamics change. But the dynamic the changing isn't nothing else except my doing. for one thing. I didn't Vinnie try to. Vincent. Yeah. He's the dynamic that changed everything. Exactly. So um, so that's where that's we're sad, at. That's sad, man. And, uh, I, so essentially, that sucks. So, well, I'm just saying, so for people that, you know, have been going on the assumption that he canceled his appearance – no, he forced me to cancel his appearance because of him changing terms on me. Which was something you never wanted to do. No, we are. I'm not. This is not a corporate funded convention no. that has extra money to blow. And he knew that. So I made it very clear what type of expo this was and how, you know, it's all self-funded. So I understand the need to make money. That's fine. It's a business and I get that. But don't tell me. 
early on that you're going to do this without an appearance fee and then you don't like how things are turning out and then you try to charge me money. Yeah. That's, that's, in my opinion, that is unethical and unprofessional. Where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. Kistery. Yeah. That's sad, man. That sucks. Well, I, I think it's... That I, sucks bad. I you don't know, For a guy it. that is all, you know, man, I know, I don't want to... I don't want my hurt feelings to lash out his anger, but damn it, man. We've been supporting Vinnie Vincent for a long time. You know, we've been... I know we've been moving Vinnie Vincent Invasion albums on the Amazon for years. I know it. You know, and... When everybody else, when other podcasts were out there talking shit about Vinnie Vincent. Yeah. You know, some we, big ones. We stayed true. You know, we stayed true and, and gave the guy the props that we felt like he deserved. You know, when when shit went sideways at the expo in Atlanta, see, here you go. Now maybe now maybe it is deserved. I guess I do owe an apology to three sides of the coin <laughs> after all. Well, there you got it, Michael Brandvold. I'm sorry that I stood up for Vinnie Vincent. Uh-huh. Damn it, because he didn't stand up for us. Well, you know, and I had people say, oh, you know, I'm so bummed for you guys. You worked so hard. You've kept his name. In the-. And that's true, and that's great, and I appreciate it. In my opinion, honestly, the 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 ending and the cool part of it was getting to interview him a few months ago. Yeah. And nobody can take that away. No, and that was amazing. And he was and awesome. so how awesome he was, that's what makes this so hard to, yeah. to fathom. Why? Why, Vinny? Well. Why'd you do it to us, man? That's that's for him to say. And we've only loved you, you know. Why don't why can't you love us back? No, I'm not even asking that. You I, seemed I like but he seemed like he loved us back. You know, he was he was mm-hmm. given, you know, he was he was giving to us. He was helping us with the rock and pod too. Yeah. And that's what really kind of makes it burn even more. Like if he would have been an asshole from the very beginning, then at least it would have been a little more suspected. Yeah. You know, and I got to imagine I see your phone blowing up all the whole time you've been here. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine a whole lot of those messages are, haha, I told you so. No. I mean, even the people that said I told you so were still being supportive. Like, right. I hate that this happened. They feel bad for us, yeah. man. Everybody feels bad for us. But listen, don't feel bad for us. Don't feel it's, bad for us. You know, I, I feel bad that this happened. And, yeah. um, you know, and I. I'll still be a fan musically. Absolutely. I, I, I will buy a CD if it comes out. Right. But, but Might not promote it. <laughs> at the moment, no. Might not promote it, but we'll probably buy it nonetheless. I'll probably buy it as a music fan. But to uh, do this to an expo with uh, 25, 28 podcasts uh, that have a combined reach around 300,000 and total downloads between them of about 15 million. Damn right. Probably... Not the greatest marketing move, especially when you're talking about putting product out in the next year. Right. Don't you got a guitar pedal you're hawking right now? Don't you got a book that's going to be coming out soon? Aren't you hopeful of yeah. releasing a lot of these archived albums that you say you yeah. have? Who? Well, Who I'll, is going to promote this for you? Are you going to FM radio? Are they calling you on the phone going, hey, man, we want to put you on the, the local radio stations down here, you know, in our towns. You know, we can't yeah. wait for you to tour and come around. To- Bullshit. No. The, the only uh, media that the gave media a damn own. about Vinnie Vincent was podcasting. Yep. And all the podcasts that cared about Vinnie Vincent and loved Vinnie Vincent and promoted Vinnie Vincent are at Rock and Pod 2. Pretty much. They're going to be there on August 25th. They're going to be having an awesome time. You know what they're not going to be talking about? How great it is to have Vinnie Vincent in the house. Right. That's what they're not going to be talking about. You know what else they're not going to be talking about? Guitar pedals, books, mm-hmm. music. 
Yeah. Yeah. Smooth move, X Lax. It's not. Uh, it's probably short sighted. I, you know, I get that you may not have had enough money coming in, but hey, um, you could have stuck with us, man. It's a, still there early. Was, there was a serious promotional avenue there that I, I think the the roadblock just got put up. At least from you know I, what? for a decibel geek, it has. And we all believed in you. Damn it, you couldn't believe in us. We believed in you, Vinnie Vincent. Yeah. And we're not saying this to get you to change your mind. No. Because if even if you did. Done deal. Because yeah. the the funds that have been freed up from the Vinnie Vincent experiment, mm-hmm. that's apparently been an experiment. I thought it was a plan, but I guess it was an experiment. The funds that are freed up from that are going to be able to go to something else that's going to make Rock and Potty even better. Yeah. You know, and that goes right along with all and the also, amazing people we already have. You know, Vinnie Vincent yeah. not being there, it's not going to hurt us that bad. And, let me and you s- know what? Yeah. It might probably, maybe in the end, the way things have kind of turned out so far, probably a good thing. Oh, well, I'm confident we're going to have a successful expo either way. For sure. But um, let me make this clear while I'm on a microphone, too. The day that we made this announcement, I stayed up until midnight that night, and I refunded every single buyer that did Vinnie Vincent's pre-sale. Good man. You deserve your money back. Absolutely. I'm sorry that you planned for this and it's yeah. not happening because you deserved it more than anybody because you right. had faith and put money into this. Exactly. And for me, even though this was not – this, yes, it was my call to not go through with the appearance. You can understand why. Right. Um, it's a whole lot better finding out now and getting your money back immediately yeah. than finding out on August 24th right. while you're I, in Nashville just, that he's not going to be here. So if, you, if, you, if you're upset with me, then that's fine, but I – don't be. I sent your money back, and uh, I, I wish it could have worked out, too, because I was as excited as anybody was. All right. So you got to love that. You know, we're upfront and honest. How many other promoters are going to send you back your money immediately? Most of them are going to keep it on you. I wasn't. So send us back $10 as a donation to Rocket Pot Expo. Well, yeah. Or you know what? Uh-huh. Fuck it. Come anyway. Come to Rockin' Pot Expo. But, you know, look, it's it's done. It's over. Um I had a story to tell, and I told it. And uh, it's a sad story. It's a sad story. But we're, we're uh, going to need some help to get back up. Like, yeah, we're well, down in the dumps. Yeah, we need something to bring us up. We need some cold gin in the form of donations. Oh, there's a couple other things we need to talk about too. Yeah, definitely. First off, um, we want to talk about the guitar raffle that's yeah. going on. There's uh, only 300 spots available for this, and I think we're about a third of the way through them. All right. And uh, we want to fill up these 300. You get a one in 300 shot. That's, that's a lot better than a than a scratcher ticket. Oh, for sure. And the prize, unless you're talking about a million dollars. But even if you had a million dollars, it'd be difficult to make this thing happen. Yeah, it's we call it the Kistery Guitar. And this thing was signed by damn near every guest at the yeah. uh, Indie Kiss Expo, and if these it, are legit you know autographs. If this thing was only signed by <laughs> Fraley's Comet, the band that played on that first debut album, yeah. I think it would be worth the ticket's price easily. Well, it's a $10 entry. I, I would have wanted to buy 300 of them and just said, give me the give me the Fraley's Comet yeah. guitar. But, man, that's not all. Yeah, well, yeah. so all of Fraley's Comet, you know, Ace Fraley, John Regan, Anton Fig, and Todd Howarth. Anton Fig, you don't even see that guy yeah. very often, how often do you get? How often do you get his autograph? We've been dying to get him on the show for years. Oh, yeah. Can never get a return call, but yeah. you can have his autograph. Yeah. Also, Bob and Bruce Kulik are both on here. Right on. Both signed it. Eric Singer, the current yeah. drummer of Kiss, signed it. Lydia Chris signed yeah, this. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, of the Vinnie Vincent Invasion, Bobby Rock, Robert Fleischman, and Mark Slaughter signed it. Oh, we're not supposed to. Oh, wait, now we can. Yeah, what? we can mention all these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah, the band's been lifted. Take the yeah, muzzle off. great. Awesome. Can we get uh, Bobby Rock back on the show? How about Mark Slaughter? 
I'll say what I can do. I'd love to hunt down Dana Strom and have him on sometime. Oh, me too. That'd be great. Chuck Garrick from Alice Cooper's band's on here. Bill Starkey, the founder of the Kiss Army, is on here. That's cool. Carl Cochran, who was in yeah. Ace's band and wrote Into the Void. Yeah. Uh, Michael James Jackson, the producer of Creatures of the Night and Lick It Up, was on there. This is why it's called the Kissery Guitar yeah. People. Uh, Brent Fitz for, and Jeremy Asbrock from Gene Simmons' band. And Two awesome Union dudes. and Slash. Coolest people I ever met. Big John Hart signed it. Uh, Gotta love Big John. Also, Rob Afuso from Skid Row. And Four by Fate. Shit, yeah. Pat Gasparini from Four by Fate. And Roman Fernandez, Bella Coin's partner. Craig Gass, the comedian. Right on. Christopher Williams from Accept. Yeah. All these people signed this guitar. The tickets are only 10 bucks. $10. There's only 300 of them available. There's even less than that now. The yep. sooner we get these, we hit that big 300, the sooner we make the video of putting everybody's names into a hat. You're going to see it all. It's all going to be transparent. It so it's never going to be something like. Because I know how it is, you know, when you want to do something like this, you think, man, I'd really like to do that, but you just never know. Well, this thing, when we do it, where you're going to see it's all legit. We're going to yep. cut out the names. We're going to put everybody's names on slips of paper. You're going to see us put them in the hat. You're going to see us draw the name. Yep, that's, a, that's as simple as that. For the world to see, and somebody's going to walk away with the history guitar, it could and should be you. Yeah, so if you want to enter the contest, go to rockinpod.eventbrite.com and you'll see an option to, to do an entry on there. You know, something else that you know we haven't really talked about these last couple of weeks but is a really, really important thing about people that are either coming to Rockin' Pod 2 mm-hmm. or would like to donate $10 to the Rockin' Pod Expo, there's something really awesome and extra you get for doing that, and that is extra content. Yeah. Obviously... You guys love podcasts. You love podcasts about hard rock and metal music. That's great. How would you like to get some extra podcasts? Yeah, podcasts that nobody else are getting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exclusive. For people that donate $10 or buy a ticket to Rock and Pod Expo 2, you're getting a whole nother podcast series. Yeah, just for your $10 donation. And so when you're looking, like, I know it's got to suck because it sucks for me with the podcast I love. You know, it's like, man, I would sure love a new episode of Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, mm-hmm. but it's it's not out yet. You right. know, and you're waiting on it. Or, man, I love a brand new, you know, edition of the Canadian Geeks Drinking Beers Talking Metal Show, you mm-hmm. know, but I got to wait for it. You know, it sucks waiting on your podcast. You're waiting on the new Cobras and Fire. Yep. They might be right about that new Local H. I haven't even listened to it yet, but I can only imagine. Uh-oh. But, yeah. These are people that are contributing to this. You don't have to wait so long. You mm. say, dang, I don't have a new podcast, but my favorite are guys that are doing this. But wait, I've got a whole extra series I can choose from yeah. because I'm a donor to the Rock and Pod Expo. Yeah, just yeah. For, for your $10 donation, you get added to an exclusive group that will get content. And it's it's, it's a VIP podcast only available to Rock and Pod donors yeah. featuring P- Rock and Pod participating podcasts. I understand some have been released already. Yeah, some of the ones that have already come out. Were, and, the, and Victor Ruiz and BJ Cramp both put these together. And uh, there's some conversation episodes, just loose conversation about life in general. There's one with Ian Wadley that's great right that on. Victor did. There's one with Baco. There's one with Eric Miller. There's one with Lee McCormick. There's a special one called What If Elvis. It's like a lot of what if, like what if scenarios with Elvis. Yeah. Uh, there's also what if Elvis would have founded Kiss. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, there's like all kinds of things brought up on that one. That then, awful. Uh, there's there's one that's really interesting. It's a cherry pie album roundtable discussion. Oh wow! 
And uh, Ian Wadley uh, basically comes in and shits on the table. Yeah? Yeah. You should, wow. You should really, if you're a $10 donor, you can listen to it. <laughs> um, also, in the case. I love that yeah, album. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I don't love it. I like it. Yeah, I like most of it, Give I guess. Give me Dog Yeah, dog. there's some songs on there that ain't so great. And but then, for the most part, it's good. And these are released pretty much on a weekly basis. So, right And on. also ones that have been recorded that yeah. haven't come out yet. The uh, Talks with John Lamro from The Hustle. Right on. Josh Toomey from Talk To Me. Courtney Cronin Dold, the comedian, also She's who's awesome. on, on Pop. Uh, Mark Striegel from Talking Metals on one. Nice. R- Ralph Vieira, our guest today, is on one. Classic Rock Drops participated in one. Julian Gill from Kiss FAQ. Chris Vaglio from Galaxy of Geeks. Canadian Geeks Rich and Wally are on one of them. Fantastic. And also Stephen Michael from Growing Up Rock. So, and we're going to be on one too. We're we gonna, are. Yeah, we're going to. Well, we're going to at least do one with Victor where we just we just bullshit, and then there's we're going to do a special Decibel Geek episode that you can only hear. On this exclusive audio. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll I'm in. Finally get Let's to do, do it. Juice Newton albums unleashed. <laughs> no, I said I was in. Not seriously. Please donate. Sometimes, I don't want to scare you off. Sometimes reasons to back out are legitimate. Right. That might be one. Okay. So that's that's where it stands. And also I can say this. Um, I think we were rather diplomatic in our handling of this. Uh, I can't say that the other podcasters will be right, our or friend, the or uh, the fans. Our friend Joshua Toomey already uh, he unleashed his rant the other yeah. week. Um, but no, Toomey's awesome. He is you awesome. guys, he kind of broke the news on this a couple of days ago. Yeah. But uh, if you're not checking out Talk Toomey, you're missing out on something good over there. Yeah, he's uh, he did a great job with it. But uh, sorry, it didn't work out. But uh, hey. Uh, all of our shows, I guess we have other artists to promote and Damn right. other, other and we're gonna, to push. And, and we're going to put all our love and all our passion behind the artists that love us just as much as we love them. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Rock and Pop before we get into our talk with Ralph here real okay. quick. So listen, Saturday, August 25th at the Nashville Palace. Classy joint. It's going to be great. And, um, there's so much country music history in there, we're going to go in there and taint it yeah, we're with gonna, our rock and roll. Yeah, we're trying to turn the tides. uh uh-huh. Um, so some of the guests already confirmed. Michael Wagner is coming back, legendary oh, producer. Yeah. He's produced most of your favorite albums. Absolutely. He's worked with Ozzy, Alice Cooper, Skid Row, Warrant, Dawkins. If you don't White know, Lion. just yeah, go back into our archives and you know listen to some of our conversations with Michael Wagner, or just yeah. look up his discography he, and know what a huge oh, yeah. part of rock history. Michael Wagner truly he is. He mixed Master of Puppets. I mean, Good Lord. Uh, also, Sandy Gennaro, who played drums with Pat Travers, Bo Diddley, Joan Jett, The Monkees. You want to know a little something more about Sandy Gennaro again? Go back into our archives. Yeah. We had a great conversation with him, too. Uh, also, Michael Vissera, who was the vocalist for for Loudness and Obsession, and Yngwie Malmsteen, uh-huh. he's going to be there. Uh, Gary Corbett, you know, certainly a favorite of Decibel Geek yes. listeners. You know, one of one of the best interviews we've ever had, and has become a genuine friend. Yeah, one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Let him become one of the coolest oh, people yeah. you've ever met in your life when you come to Rock and Pod too. He's fantastic. You know, played keyboards for Kiss, played, uh-huh. played keyboards for Cinderella. If you bring your Cinderella live album down, he'll sign that bad yeah. boy for you. Also, this year, Paul Taylor from Wingers coming. One more thing about Gary Corbett. Yeah. If you've got one of those old tour books from back in the day that's got Gary's picture in it, 
How cool would it be to have Gary actually sign that bad I've boy for you? I've got him in my you. Hot in the Shade Tour book. Yeah, it's him. awesome. So, yeah, Paul Taylor from Winger. He, he was a great interview yeah. for us, too. Bring your Alice Cooper albums. Bring yep. your Winger albums. He'll sign them up for you. Take a picture with you. Answer your questions about some of your favorite albums. Yeah. Because he's an awesome dude. He'll do it. Uh, Tom Hazard, who is a he's a marketing guru who was a, very responsible for a lot of rock promotion in the late 90s. He's... He knows everybody, and he's he he's and he now uh, him and Dave Ellison co-own Combat Records, the label that first put out Megadeth's first record. That's metal. Uh, he also is partners with Dave Ellison um, on Ellison Coffee. Right on, you know, metal coffee. That's um, when you need something to pick you yeah. up. And they also started Combat Radio. They have their own podcast slash nice. radio show now. Right on. Uh, so he's coming. Uh, also, Drew Ford. Drew Fortier, I think is how you say the last name. Uh-huh. I'm sorry if I get it wrong, Drew. We're going to have a phone call soon. Um, but he's the guitar, one of the current guitarists for Bang Tango. That's awesome. He, he's coming, and he he has an awesome movie about Bang Tango that he made. He he was making the documentary about Bang Tango, and then he became the guitar player. How cool is that? Yeah. I can't wait to meet this I'm guy. I'm excited. He's going to actually be helping me organize some of the parts of the expo. Right on. And uh, he'll have a special version of the movie available only at the expo, too. And this is something, if you're a Bang Tango fan, yeah. and that's your band, this is something Bang Tango Come that he's town. got that you've never seen before. Come talk to him, come meet him, and get that movie that nobody's ever seen. Uh, another awesome returning guest, Christopher Williams from Accept is coming. Shit, yeah. We love Christopher Williams. He's out there kicking ass with Accept, but he, as big a star as he is, as huge a band of, as Accept is, yep. he's got love for podcasting. And you yep. know what? Christopher Williams of Accept, he's got the time for the Rock and Pod Expo. And he's bringing the Peter Chris drum set back again this year. That's awesome. Peter, you get you can come and see Peter Chris's 1996 reunion kit. The real deal. The real yeah. thing. Stand in front of it, get your pictures taken. It's um, awesome. Another uh, the one, the big name right now that we have on here, Brian Head Welch from Corn, yes. is coming to the Rock and Pod Expo. How many millions and millions of albums has that guy sold? A lot. His name has been on a million sold albums. Yep. And uh, and, and a cool guy. We went to his Loud Crazy Love movie premiere yep. here in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. Got to meet him. Our VIPs were actually privy to that first meeting with yep. us and him because you know, as you know, I like to keep the Zoom in my pocket whenever we go anywhere. If you're not as decibel geek VIP, become one on. Patreon because uh, you get all the inside stuff. Tell you something, you're you feel like you're being enlightened on things today on yeah. Decibel Geek. VIPs knew about this stuff way before anybody sure. else, and they always do. Yeah, go to Patreon.com/slash/DecibelGeek. And yeah. uh, also, uh, can I make a guest announcement that hasn't even been made yet? Yes, please. You're I mean, like something one. something to pick us up because we're a little bummed out around yeah. here over this. So, do you remember Kick Tracy? Fuck yeah, I remember Kick Tracy. Steven Chereau is coming to the Rock and Pod Expo. No way. Yes. Man, I love Kick Tracy. Kick Tracy was one of those bands that, while like the whole Sunset Strip scene was kind of going down, mm-hmm. those guys should have been going up because they were so good. They were too good to get pulled down with everything else that had gotten generic at that point because Kick Tracy was something new and original and yep. hard rock. And it was so good. And it breaks my heart that not a lot yep. of people know about them. But yep. the people that do know about Kick Tracy oh, great. are some of the coolest people on earth, and, clearly. And and Steven and Drew from Bang Tango play in a band called Zen from Mars. Oh, nice. So they, they're both in a, well, in a band together. On paper, that sounds like it's a win-win. Yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, that's that has, that, that hasn't even been announced. I'll be announcing that probably around the time I put the episode out. But okay, yeah, cool. But I'm telling you for the first time. Nice. And there's others. Well, we are recording right now, so now everybody knows. Oh, I know, but it's too by, late I'm, to go back. By the time it's released, it'll be out. <laughs> but uh, there's others that I'm working on. Yeah. But they're not confirmed, and I don't announce people unless they are confirmed. That's right. That's the way to be. So, Michael Wagner, if you ask me for something in two months, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> He's not. He's totally cool. No, he's the coolest. But when uh, Michael Wagner tells you something, he means it's it. real. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so listen, guys. Why can't everybody be like I, that? I, 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 everybody know, who knows me knows I wanted this to happen so badly. And, yeah. And I wish we, it had. We all did. But uh, you know, everybody listening to this knows how bad we wanted this yeah. and how proud we were that it was happening, that yeah. it was confirmed it was actually happening. The high five that we gave each other the day that you told me about it, like, had to echo halfway across the country. <laughs> I mean, we were so stoked. Yeah, we were. And like I said, blown away that he was working with us, yeah, you know, and making it, making it good for everybody. And then just, yeah, carpet, but, gone. But, yeah, but to, it, in, this may not have been the motive, but to me, the motive felt like, I'm going to agree to what you want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you hype me for two months. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to try to squeeze you. Right. Because you're such a fan that you'll cave and you'll and you'll you'll give in to what I want. That's my impression. May not be the truth, but that's how it felt. And I yeah, I'm a giant fan of yours, but I ain't doing that shit. No. You ain't no bitch either. No. Huh. So that's where we stand, guys. If you you know, if you're a Vinny fan, Stay of any fan. I'm not telling right. you. Right? No, do. for sure. Because we're still fans yeah. of the music. Don't let me change how you, you know how you feel about his music or whatever. But I'm just sharing. This is what happened, and that's that's the way it is. I mean, and I don't hate Vinnie Vincent. I just hate what just happened. To yeah, us, I hate the know? situation. Yeah. I uh, I wish things could have been different, and I hope things are different in the future. I'm hoping this is an isolated thing. I don't know. Bummer. We need something to make us feel good again. Are you ready to get to this week's episode? Yes. I know I sure am. Let's All right, stick around it. for this. thinking since we've been through all this emotional trauma this last week that i think that it's time for you and i to seek some professional help and so i reached out and i was trying to find like the perfect rock and roll psychiatrist somebody that could really get inside our heads somebody that could really live inside of our hearts and help us get over this and feel better again and so when i went searching for this person it didn't take me too long because i already knew the man for the job and that man is the one and only Dr. Fuck, Ralph Vieira from the Rockin' Metal Combat Podcast. Finally, I can learn how to say that shit. And he's here with us today to help us out. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I am a decibel geek devotee. I'm kind of like the Mooger Fooger, man. Kind of, kind of. Oh, man, that's great. Well, yeah, and, and we can now put an end to the running joke on Rock and Metal Combat because, you know, Ian is Geek of the Week all the time, and Ralph never uh-huh. gets invited on the show, so we can put an end to that now, right? Well, I never, I'm never Geek. Oh, I heard myself be Geek of the Week once, I and I got, uh, I, got, I got tight in the jeans, dude. It was so happy. I got goosebumps here, too, just listening to Chris read that name. Now I know we've made it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thanks again, man. I love, I, I love your show. I listen to it all the time. And uh, look forward to uh, listening to this one when you guys uh, 
what you guys just talked about. Yeah, well, you know, and you you've said a lot lately that we're we're really good. We're almost as good as you guys. So does this mean that since you're on the show, we can officially say we've eclipsed you? Uh, yeah, with me on the show, of course. Right on. <laughs> okay. The combined might of it all. <laughs> all right, I'll take that win. That's right. <laughs> the mighty powers. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, so, you know, it, it was a natural choice for you to do six songs because uh, you have a really cool, wide variety of taste in music. Uh-huh. And uh, one thing I learned through listening to your show is you will claim devotion to some stuff where I'm like, how the fuck is he a fan of that? Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> even more so than Ian. And uh, although Ian does like the cure, and that's a problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny that a guy who's the doctor does not like the cure. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I got a different type of cure. <laughs> oh boy, the one you're thinking of. Uh huh. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. The uh, one that when a girl hugs you, you don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There's a cure song like that. She touched me and I cried. Uh-huh. I thought they were. Oh man, like don't that. get me started on the cure. <laughs> Big Bushy's listening in, I'm sure. <laughs> My buddy. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> so yeah, you've got a real wide variety of taste and uh, but you listen to the show and you said you've you've kind of tailored your selections to what you think our demographic would would be into. Exactly, because I like everything from death metal to ABBA to black metal to Barry Manilow, you know, so it's a wide spectrum, so I figured I'd get in the middle. Well, uh, what you guys talk, well, you know, pretty much. I'm I'm thinking of really both of you, as well as your listeners. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. so I think yeah. you guys will get into this stuff too. Okay, cool, perfect. I think. So, what song from Look Maybe. What the Cat Dragged In are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, I, I didn't go that far. Cool. We want to don't take... get me started on poison either. And I know you guys. Uh, hey, I loved your Ricky Ricky Rockman. You see. Ricky Rocket interview. I even listen to that, man. I listen to everything you guys put up. Yeah, your your man. your poison. Look what the cat dragged interview came out the same week as our interview did. It's like, you want to hear completely opposite points of view on this album? <laughs> We've got you covered between two shows. No, but 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 you if you you heard my show, I said I had so much fun studying this album. Yeah, I absolutely loved it for all the wrong reasons. You know. <laughs> It was hilarious. It was like a comedy album. Oh, it's one of the- no way, son. And oh, <laughs> let's take it outside. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Razzmatazz. Yeah. All right. So what's song number one? All right. Song number one. I figure I'd start with heavy metal. And uh, this is a band that is kind of popular in the very underground scene of the 80s that, you know, like real metalheads that would search for metal. Maybe I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. And no, it's not Vinnie Vincent's Warrior. It's a band called Warrior that came out in 1985 on oh. MCA Records. You ever heard of that band? Yeah, the the Rob Rock version. Hmm. No, I don't think I've ever even heard. No, 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 no. It's not Rob Rock. Man, I can't remember the guy's name, but he ended up singing for uh, Steve Stevens' Atomic Playboys. Atomic was it called? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's some good stuff. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, that singer he originally was in a band called Warrior. And the album's called Fighting for the Earth, and that was that's my first song I want to talk about. The title track, Fighting for the Earth, is my first pick. Face to face, face to face, eye to eye. We'll dig the earth 
this because i mean obviously it's pretty obscure yeah even though it was on mca records and they didn't really promote it well uh it was back in the day there used to be a syndicated radio show called the metal shop the only show with teeth oh yeah that was yeah yeah, you guys heard of it so it was played at one in the morning here on mondays and i would stay up and listen to it and i they played this song and that's how i discovered this song i was like wow this is really good so i ran out and got the album and I think the album's phenomenal. And if you like, you know, Judas Priest and traditional metal, that type of stuff, you would definitely love Warriors Fighting for the Earth. And it's very well respected in the underground. It has been reissued by Metal Blade. It was originally on MCA. Awesome. Right on. I'm going to have to check out more of that. Well, you've gone to a million concerts. Did you ever see them live? No. Unfortunately, I never got to see them live because they, 
they were badly, badly promoted. They did make a video for this song, but MTV never played it. They, I did see it on uh, Night Flight on USA Network. Oh, wow. They played it once. You know. Night Flight. But, uh, yeah, it's, but it, I love the album. It's, it's amazing. It is fun. And what's really funny about this band is that they only made that one album. Then, like, 10 years later, they released an album called Agent, Ancient Future. That was really good. Then after that, I forgot the name of that one. And then and the last album they released featured Mark Storacci of Crocus on vocals. Oh, wow. And, uh, I, and I never got to hear the album. I heard one single, and I was like, ooh. And I loved Crocus. And I was like, oh, man, what is this? So I never got around to hearing that full album. Yeah, if you got Mark Storacci, you got to have somebody fighting in front of a forest fire on your album cover. Everybody knows that. <laughs> well, well, Everybody well knows. with all that chest hair, he's in danger, right? <laughs> There's a veritable forest but, right but, there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so that is my number one pick is Warrior Fighting for the Earth. And I want to put a little side note. Uh, before I even did uh, my um, the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, I, I did a lot of reviews on YouTube. I have several channels, and one of the channels is different bands, and I reviewed this album, and the guitar player Floyd actually left me a comment saying, wow, thanks, man. And I was like, whoa. It was the only time an actual musician from a band I reviewed actually left a comment. Nice. Even though I heard this one guy say, oh, you know, Geezer Butler saw your Sabbath Buddy Sabbath review. But that is not really confirmed. I just heard it from somebody. It's still cool to Sounds at least good think to me, yeah. yeah. I would claim it anyway. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you read that shit. You know it. All right. So what's next? Yeah. All right. Next is a band that was on Epic Records in the late in the early 80s that I absolutely love. And they were actually local. They were a Florida band. And oddly enough, I've been looking for this vinyl forever, and you'll never guess where I found it. At the Rock and Pod Expo 1. Shit, yeah. They had it, they had it there. I said, oh, my God, they have Strangers. That's the name of the band, Stranger. Really great AOR pop rock amazing band that really was doing good and they did do some big tours with i can't remember the headliners now they were getting a, a little bit of a momentum some airplay and then it just stopped it just went away and it's such a shame because it's a great album solid album from start to end it's just a self-titled album called stranger and uh man it was so hard to pick a song off this album because they're all so good but i had to go with uh song called Rock and Roll You Baby.
you know, it has that pop feel, but it's rocking and it's an, an amazing guitar player that unfortunately committed suicide. And uh, they were just amazing. And it's, um, I have a show on that metal station, well, two shows really, back to back. The first one was the Dr. Fuck show. And then I followed up with this song, this show called Classic Rock Deep Tracks. And I make it, I pride on every single show, play a song by Stranger, because I really want people to check. Out of my list, this is the one I want the people to check out the most. Nice. Stranger, yeah. Rock and Roll Baby, if you dig it, this song, please check out the album. What year did that album come out? I believe in 81, oh, if not 82. 81, 82. Okay. Well, they were right they were destined for obscurity because their name was Stranger. You can't get popular with a name like that. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah. wants to but, know you know, Stranger. They, they they were on Epic Records, and you know back in the day, I, you know there were no local bands on in Florida uh, on major labels, mm. and we were so proud of them, you know. And right and I saw them several times, and they were just they were just so good. And it's one of those bands that should have made it. You know, we all we all know those bands, yeah. you know. And this band just like just pure obscurity, and it's a shame. So I hope people discover it. And it, believe me, if you like this song, you're gonna love the album. Nice. And it's tough because I told you every song on there is good, but I figure let me go with this one. This one, I don't know. There's songs on there that I actually like more, but I feel this one is a little more uh, demographic-wise would appeal to more people. I think. Cool. Right on. All right. Introducing us to strangers. What a guy. These are both two new new ones to me. Yeah, so, that's cool, so, man. Uh, so what's next? All right, the next one I know you guys are gonna know. Well, I know at least Chris is gonna know because he uh, he interviewed you interviewed Rick Fox. Oh yeah, yeah, a couple times. I loved and, I loved your and, interview with him too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, he had a band called Sin mm-hmm. that I'm sure he talked to you about. Oh yeah, at and uh, <laughs> well, the the funny thing about this song, well, there's two funny things. Was uh, and I talked to him about this on my on my podcast. Was uh, Night Flight showed a video for a song called On the Run, where it showed nothing but skiing and ski accidents you could see it on youtube and i put it up on my youtube page and he saw it and wrote me privately saying what the hell's this man take that down this song ain't even about skiing it's about motorcycles and i was like yo uh this was on tv in the 80s dude you know he didn't even know that oh, wow. you know it was wild but man it's an amazing song amazing video you could some some other person put it up on YouTube, and uh, it's <laughs> and what's very interesting about this song was Vinnie Vincent heard this song while they were recording it, yep. then behind their back stole it and used it on their song "Let Freedom Rock," yep. and Rick sued him, and I believe he won. Yeah, we did um. That came up discussion on one of our episodes, and I did an A-B comparison. Right, you, yeah, you can totally yeah. tell it got ripped off. Now, come on now. That doesn't sound like something up. Oh. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs>
Obscure, and that's a really good song too. So I like the piece, and this one's much better than Vinnie Vincent's song, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's rocks, it's great, and the video is amazing. Uh, uh, even though it pissed Rick Fox off, somebody made a video for that and put it on fucking TV on that's top of funny. it. And he had no idea. Had no idea, man. And he wrote me really mad about it, <laughs> but then he was very nice about it because I took it down and I apologized, and he was cool with it. And then all these years later, I had him on my podcast. And then I brought it up to him. Hey, Rick, you remember? And he goes, oh, that was you? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you got to remember something like that. You see a song that's got a video to it and it's unreleased. What the hell was going through his head when he's looking at that going, who did this? Skiing accidents. What is this some kind of fan put together thing? What is this? Well, uh, uh, it's an actual yeah. video. That tells you that Night Flight took very great liberties in just pretty much doing whatever the hell they wanted in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ain't got a video? <clears throat> well, don't worry. We'll, we'll just make, make you one. one. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad we got some Rick Fox talk on the episode. Rick Fox talk on the same episode with Vinnie Vincent. That's fitting. <laughs> All right. And, and Rick Fox uh, told me uh, that he is planning on releasing the Sin stuff. There's another song called uh, climbing the walls that's just as good it's really good stuff awesome. i only heard two songs from it so he ha- he's he says he has plans on releasing it oh, cool. in the near future so right keep on. your fingers crossed yeah, i'd like yeah, to, I'd like to hear that stuff all right so what's what do you got for the next one all right the next one was actually a hit but it's one of those hits from the early 80s that just disappeared and even disappeared to my ears till like 30 years later so i saw it uh, there's somebody on my Facebook page put the video up and I watched it and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot this song. It's fucking pop perfection. Do you guys remember Aliyah from Donnie Iris? No. Yeah, no, I think so. I know the that name like, Donnie Iris. That's some AM gold for sure, right? Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing pop song. You guys see the video. The guy looks like Buddy Holly and it's uh, one of those really, really uh, early pre-MTV videos where everything's white in the background, you know? Yeah. I, I love those type of videos, those prehistoric videos. And uh, this video, I mean, this song is so catchy and so great and very AOR-ish. And uh, I absolutely love uh, this song, Aliyah. And I've been playing it a lot, like to death, ever since I saw it months ago. And it's just a perfect song, a perfect pop rock song that uh, I think your listeners will love.
Principal Geek Podcast. This that's, is a first. Yeah, that's right. You, you hey, won't. come on, you had poison. Well, <laughs> oh, dude, did, you should hear the six songs episode we did with Jerry Finn from the Killer Dwarfs. Yeah, Holy no. shit, he had some of the most wacky picks. But that's right up there. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, right he was, up there. it was like 70s jazz guitar, and st- it was really bizarre. It, it was, was g- an experiment gone terribly wrong. <laughs> Luckily, we're writing that today, and we have ever since. Well, until Donny Iris showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, this Donny Iris song is a toe-tapper, let me tell you. Okay. Well, if it's a toe-tapper, then we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be no different than Chris Sinzak coming on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast and wanting to talk about Juice Newton all day. I went, I went on there and talked about know, Crazy Nights. Ju- Juice Newton went to my high school. Really? And she played and she played a free uh, show there. They'll just show my age because I'm ancient. When she had that hit, what was the hit again? Angel of the Morning. Um, uh-huh. No, it wasn't uh, Angel. Queen, was it Queen of Hearts? That one. Yeah. Queen, she played. A I mean, free I don't. I don't in know what other she had. <laughs> Turn on the juice. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, all right. So I, I'm I'm scared to know where we're going from Donnie Iris. What's next? Well, no, no. The rest are are, are rocking. Okay. Uh, okay. This one's metal, and the last one is very good hard rock. Right. Uh, and it coincides with Rock and Pod Expo too. Which honestly, I'll be I'll be honest with you guys. Mm. When this guy was announced, it meant more to me than Vinnie Vincent. Mm. Um, yeah. Mike Vissera. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, you! Oh, I'm gonna meet Mike Vissera and his band Obsession. I have an obsession with Obsession. Awesome. I absolutely love this band. Ever since I heard them on a Metal Massacre, a song called Shadows of Seal, mm. I became fanatical. I bought. I have all their albums. I have all the stuff he did with Loudness. I have all the stuff he did with Ingve. I'm a big fan of Mike Vissera. Nice. So I'm very happy that he's going to be there. Yep. And uh, I, I had to put an Obsession song on here. And I figured I'd go with the one I heard first off Metal Massacre, Shadows of Steel. Awesome metal. Killer traditional metal. What a voice on this guy. This guy's fucking God to me. <laughs>
So that's my other pick, Shadows of Steel by Obsession. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. I love to hear that, you know, because people get excited. Oh, the guy from Korn's going to be there. Or the, the guy that used to be in Kiss was is going to used to be coming, too. It's going to used to be coming. You know, but <laughs> used to it's be cool because, like, there's a whole bunch of other people coming, too, like Michael Vissera. You know, yep. and it, it warms my heart to see you so excited about it because that makes me know that other people are going to be excited about him being there, too, and so are we. You know, oh, this yeah. is the Rock and Pot Expo. I mean, that's really what it's all about. You know, the, your chance to come rub elbows with some of these people that have had their hands on rock and roll history. And I think it's really, really awesome that you played some Obsession because I don't think, like, what I saw when you, like, were excited about it and you put your pictures on Facebook with you holding all the different albums, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, you know, I don't even know what Obsession is. So I actually went back and was listening and sampling some of their stuff, yeah. and I've pretty much instantly become a pretty big fan of it myself. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah. I have, my favorite is uh, Methods to Madness. That one is just amazing. But uh, they're all great. I have the, the EP, Martial Law, uh, Scar for Life, and the later ones. I, I love them all. And uh, I'm just very excited to meet them. Awesome. Yeah, he's, cool. he's a nice guy. I met him at um, the Jeff Tate Queensryche show probably like four years ago. It was because uh, he lives here. And uh, our friend, well, our mutual friend Billy Hardaway introduced me to him because right I wasn't as familiar with him, and he's standing right in front of us in line with his wife. And Billy goes, "Holy shit, that's Michael Vissera. And I was like, "That's Michael who?" He's like, "Michael Vissera, dude." <laughs> and I was like, "So he's like making a big deal out of it." And then I got, and then he starts telling me, you know, obsession, Ingve, loudness. Like, See, oh wow, Billy is perfect for that shit. I mean, you go to a concert with Billy. Next thing I know, we're being introduced to Perry Richardson. Because right. the same thing. He was like, that's Perry Richardson. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yep. And I was like, hey, Perry. And he turned around and looked. Yep. Beautiful friendship started right there. <laughs> Thanks to Billy Hardaway. Yeah. But uh, they, uh, Michael Vissera is great. He, and he, he, he told me right away, yeah, I want to be part of it. So he's excited cool. to come. I'm very, very happy about it. Uh, you know, Ingve lives down here, and he plays a lot of shows down here. So one night I just went to go see Ingve for the hell of it. And there's Mike Vissera. I was like, holy shit, Mike Vissera is with Ingve now, you know? So, so I got that same feeling at that Ingve show when you made the announcement on the Rock and Pod too. I was like, "Whoa!" And I just want to tell everybody out there, Rock and Pod was so much fun last year. Yeah, yeah. I had such a great time, and I love Nashville. I love the hotel we were staying at. I loved the event. The vendors there were godly. Man, I did you see how many albums I walked away with that day? Yes. Oh yeah. It was a bitch coming home. <laughs> <laughs> You were definitely the vendor's I, favorite I, podcast. Uh, yeah. I think I bought like 30, 40 vinyls I Jesus. came home with. You know, it was like, Jesus, they had so much stuff there. So, uh, we're gonna uh, so and, and, that, and make that a note for everybody. You get, you get in early if you pay more. And, and uh, Aaron and Chris are tying me up in the hotel room <laughs> so you guys can go through the albums before I do. <laughs> yeah, yes. it, yeah, if you donate $1,000, I will make sure Ralph doesn't show up for the first three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better get a slice of that. Yeah. Okay. I'll Leave give a little something for somebody else. I, I learned from the master. I need a slice of that money and uh, a phone for escorts in, in uh, Nashville. Oh, hey, come on. Come on we, Music City. We, we don't have none of that we, here. Hey, we worked that out on the side. You're not supposed to talk about that. Ouch. Oops. Edit. All right, so we got we got one left, and but you know this will be, of course, as you know, the playout song. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on before yeah. we have you intro this song, and it's been a long time coming, and sure we uh, we got to have you back on at some point again in the future. 
Of course, man. It's my honor, man. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, this next one is the newest one out of all these. And geez, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't tell you what year it was. Uh, but um, well, it's nineteen. It's in the nineties. <laughs> that's how that's how new I get. Uh, it's a, ba- a band called Blackthorn. You ever heard of Blackthorn? Yes, I've been meaning to check this out. Sometimes, I like, because I put together my ultimate CD list, you know, and I'm always trying to keep my eyes open. So I made myself a Google Drive, and sometimes I'll go on the Wikipedia and just start like click on this guy and then read about that. Oh, he played on this one, and it takes you down a rabbit hole. One day that took me to Blackthorn, and I was like, I've got to check out some of this. Oh my God, it's amazing! It's Featuring Graham Bonnet on vocals and. Uh-huh. Bob Kulik on guitar. Yeah, nice. And the the and again, I, like the stranger, I had a hard time picking it, picking the song. But I figured I'd go with "Cradle to the Grave" because uh, it doesn't really sound too much like Grand Bonnet. Grand Bonnet's more gruffier in this tune, and I absolutely love it. I think, and I think the whole album fucking rocks. And, nice. and Ian and Ian loves Grand Bonnet, as we all know. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when Ian doesn't like something, it rules. Yeah, usually. <laughs> Remember, he likes the cure. Well, yeah. yeah and he, yeah, and, and he likes parental context. guidance from Priest. <laughs> yeah, Aaron likes that song, too. I do, too. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when I was 12. Uh, how, how about Without You by Motley Crue? Uh, not so much. And I'm a ballads guy, and even I don't like that song. Not so much. <laughs> See, well, Ian likes that one. He got you both on that one. Oh, <laughs> he all got right. us all on that one. <laughs> man, you've played some awesome stuff for us today, man. This is this is when when we envisioned six songs somebody thinks you should hear. This is the way it's supposed to go down. Yeah, I, I just wanted to turn people on to bands they may not know. Because, uh, you know, originally I would I wanted to put like Zach Wilde way beyond empty oh, is one of my favorite songs of all yeah, time. But right. people know Zach, you know, yeah, right. And uh, and th- there was other bands, too, that I want. I wanted to put some triumph. I want to put this and that. But I was figuking, no, you know what? Let me stay with the obscure. Yeah, you, did you know, great. perfect. So we're going to play out with Blackthorn and uh, real quick, tell people how they can reach you. Plug what you want to plug. OK, I got the Dr. Fuck show on that metal station, 8 p.m. Eastern Thursday nights. I got the Vieira Volt podcast. I got uh, the Rock and Metal Combat podcast with Ian. I got various YouTube um, channels, like the Almost Human 56 is my most popular one. And then I have a Black Sabbath channel, the Eternal Idols. And so many that I, I got a movie review channel. I, I, you know, I got too many uh, fingers in the pie, but pretty much that. Oh, and my band, Thrasher Die, we're working on a new album. And uh, awesome. we're up to 163,000 people on our Facebook page. And uh, we've toured the world. And... Uh, our last show was in front of 6,000 crazy Colombians where we headlined the show. So I'm very proud of my band that uh, none of you seem to know about. <laughs> you really need a hobby, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I'm seeing three different chicks, too. Uh, How am I alive? All right. And <laughs> he's Dr. Fuck. He's Dr. Fuck. And on that note, here's Blackthorn. Thanks, Ralph. We'll see you next week.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points. 